Yeah, I mean, that's it, it's really not your fault. And you're kind of helping us out with. It's five o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P Man. and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Ben Byram! He's producing. Hey, Ben. What a shock. I, You know, if Coach is yelling at me, Ben, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm used to it now. He yells at me. It feels like almost every show now. Somebody's yelling at you every show. Hey, Ben. Everybody's <laughs> yelling at me. I'm everybody's punching bag. No, no, no. Now, don't get that way, Benjamin. Come on. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, Chris Cook is somewhere around here. I said um, I'm going to go do his duties. He needs to get out of my he's, sight. For a he's doing a little work. He's doing a little work for us. He's putting in some some heat behind the scenes, some work behind the scenes. Slaving over a hot editing bang is that Chris Cook. Uh, really interesting. Uh, really good job there by Chris Cook. Fine job. Excuse me while I hit the cough button. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It is the uh, Patrick Johnson Show. Um, been a big development happened. Whoa! Okay. A huge, a huge development happened last night after the show. Are you are you aware of this? Well, yeah, a couple, a couple happened. Okay, I'm going to give you my development. Okay, and then I want you to tell me what you you say. What couple? But I mean, a little a major development. Everyone, a little breaking news for you. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sir Malanga, 6'11", 205, a center. Evangel Christian, Louisville, Kentucky, from the Congo originally, has committed to ECU. Now, he was here for the NC State game. He was... Got his guardians from Louisville here with him. Top three prospect of the state of Kentucky. Cincinnati, Seton Hall, Georgetown, Georgia, Illinois were, were on him. There are reports that Kentucky had him in for an unofficial visit. Memphis had started to pay a little attention to him. Duke had talked to him. Duke, Texas. Yeah, Duke, Texas, wow. Mississippi State. I mean, there was a lot of people talking to this young feller. And uh, he is verbal to the ECU Pirates. Rim protector can run like a point guard. I, I'm a little excited. So you know who I talked to today? I, we should have got him on the phone. Was it Coach? We might still. Cy Seymour. Cy Seymour. Cy was so excited, and he just wouldn't quit talking. He just kept talking and talking, and, and, I, and I love Cy Seymour. If you want to feel, if you're a little down and you can have a conversation with Cy Seymour, he'll lift your spirits right up. Yeah, there. he's Do always you, very you know positive. That? Very positive. God, he's guy. so positive. He's the nicest person ever. Everybody I mean, needs one more of, people like that around them. And 
you know, we, we had a lot of discussion last week. It's funny um, or interesting how when, you know, people probably roll their eyes when I say, you know, message board monkeys or cowboy, keyboard cowboys. That's what they or, are. They're, I mean, they're total losers, right. complete losers. You know, or people on Twitter, which is now the, I mean, the cesspool of the internet. Just when people get on there and hack on people. You know what I mean? You follow me, Ben? Oh, yeah. Some people do it in front of a mic. Well, I don't know about that, but um, my point is... Like myself. Oh, I see. So, you know, people screenshot stuff and they send it to me because I'm not, I'm not a message board dweller, per se. That's good. I That's tend good. to... Yeah, I mean, well, you're, I'm you're a little a too loser. You know? Right. I'm, I'm a little too busy with work, and then when I'm not working, I, I have a beautiful wife I like to spend time with, and if I can go to the beach, I like to do that. I kind of like to do things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you you like to actually live life, right? Right, right. Doesn't mean I don't care. Doesn't mean I. But anyway, so people would screenshot me stuff of just these these same losers who were going after Owen Daffer last week, talking bad about Cy Seymour during the basketball. Yeah, I mean, just complaining. If you don't like Cy Seymour, that is a you problem. A you problem, my friends. You need to reevaluate your life because Cy's just wonderful. So I just, but I talked to him about this. And so Cy told me the story. He said, I, I, I saw this kid at the, at the, at the, uh, NC state game. He talked to him, Ben. He talked to him. Okay. And Cy so said, I don't know if recruiting we're recruiting pitch. I, Cy may have given him the pitch. So, I mean, he just, Cy was like, I don't know if, uh, Sierra Malongo going to come here. He told me that today. He said, you know, that's, that's a kid that East Carolina traditionally may not get. Wow. So he's even shocked that we got uh, the, the most positive guy I know when it comes to part athletics was even shocked that. Well, he's he realistic. Size a realist. Yeah. Size a realist. Let's, let's come on now. No, I'm not saying he's irrational in his opinions or his takes or anything. Right. I'm saying he's very right. positive. But here he, he is. Right class, class of 23 coming to Greenville. I think that's just the, that, that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, a lot of people argue or don't necessarily understand why ECU can't, I don't want to say be on the same level with Duke, UNC, or NC State, but at least be competitive and get some fans in the stands and kind of have just a nice little ball program going that people want to get invested behind in Greenville. Well, now we're getting the recruits. Maybe that would swing things in that kind of direction there. I mean, uh, you're getting a guy that Duke was vetting. Um, ECU getting some, getting them. That's, I think that's good. That's something we normally don't get. Yeah. Cincinnati wanted him and, uh, some others were in there too, as well. Um, there's one of these, any look, these sites, I mean, everybody's, uh, you know, runs the numbers now. I, Kentucky, according to this one website on three.com, Kentucky was a favorite to win the recruiting battle for this kid, 67 or 67%. And on three is a pretty legit website on three. Okay. Uh, yeah. On three is not no scrub website by any means. That's why, that's why I'm commenting. That's why I'm referencing them, Ben. It's like the and rival then, to uh, two, four, seven. They're like the, the competitor. Oh, I like them even more now. <laughs> so Cincinnati, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Cincinnati, 5.3%. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No, the stop button it. Slid. The buttons. I'm sorry. You, you stop it. Illinois, 4.6%, and then Georgetown and ECU, 3.8%. The chance of getting... 
East Carolina was the furthest away from where this kid went, went to high school. Kentucky right up the road. Cincinnati 90 minutes up the road. And ECU got it. I, I just, this is a huge piece of news. Huge piece of news. This, if this doesn't get you kind of excited and get the juices flowing for basketball season and going in the direction where you're going to be like Cy Seymour and be bullish on pirate hoops, and I, I don't know what will get you excited. Well, it's either the Tar Heels or the Blue Devils. Oh, will you stop? <laughs> Boy, you were in a mood today. I, I, I picked up early on you were in a mood. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, it's just any other day for me. No, nothing swaying my uh, mood here right now. Unfortunately, I think you're right. It is like any other day for <laughs> yeah, you. You this grump. Is me. Yeah, you're a grump. But this is this ought to excite you, Ben, because you are a pirate hoops guy in a in a way. Absolutely, I was one of seven people there for when they beat Houston. I yeah. know who was there. I heard thirty yeah. people saying they were there <laughs> that weren't there. Uh, is it Vegas? It's, uh, no, I was, I was gonna, I'm, try, I'm, I'm looking to see if there's any kind of odds. I know, you know, sometimes for these FCS games, a little later in the week, I guess, right? Yeah, when sometimes they don't even opponent. put odds on um, FCS versus yeah. FBS opponents. They'll put odds on this, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, I don't know, Southern Alabama, Western or something versus Alabama. Right. No, I mean, Campbell's got Mike Minner for crying out loud. Mike Minner. He's, you know, great Panther. I, I think he's a pretty solid head coach as well. Look at when he was, when the Panthers were the Panthers, he, Mike Minner was in the house, right? Mike Manor, Minner was that dude. Really good safety. Anchor I mean, that's that defense. Oh, that's secondary for sure. Yeah. Uh, one other thing of note, we gave away a pair of tickets to the ECU uh, Campbell game, plus a gift certificate to Chico's Mexican restaurant in Uptown Greenville. But uh, my guy, Dave Doran, I mean, let's uh, he's a little guy, bit of a snooze. Your guy. My guy, my guy Dave Doran, <laughs> a little bit of a snooze, right? I mean, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's born. Yeah. He's Borfest. That's why he belongs. Yeah. And, I, I, well, I'm going to let you get where you're getting at. I, I see where this is going. So yesterday during his press conference, which he does on uh, Mondays, he was asked about the Ala or the uh, Alabama asked about the Nebraska job because he's supposedly rumored to be considered for the Nebraska vacancy, which is exactly where he belongs. Boring destination, boring head coach. You know, that's, that's exactly where they're, they're perfect for each other. So he was asked about the Cornhuskers job yesterday during his press conference. And this is what he said, dude, it's, dude, it's week, week three, three of the season, man. I'm so fired up to coach my team this week. So, no, I'm so excited about playing at home and coaching the Wolfpack. And it's not the first time that uh, names have been on lists. So, you know, it is what it is when you talk about that. But let me let me start that again from the very beginning. Dude, it's week three. Dude, it's week three. <laughs> he's trying to get – he's trying to relate. He's trying to get with the kids, you know. He's trying to get hip. Dude, it's week three. And then – he talked about how excited he was to coach his team. Could there have been of any more unconvincing statement that was said with no, no passion whatsoever, right? Yeah, I agree. He's, he's a bore. He's a snoozer, complete snoozer. That's what he's he lying. He's not a, he's, he wants some of that big 10 money. He belongs. Look, he should belong to a school where their mascot or their nickname is the corn Huskers. <laughs> 
I mean, Scott Frost got $15 million to take a hike. Yeah. And you know what Dave Dord's thinking? I can't win out there because nobody can win out there because it's not 1993. You just aren't going to win anymore at Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, it's not a track of destination if you're, no. know, if you're a kid mm-hmm. my age who's getting, or a little bit younger than I am, getting recruited. I mean, why Nebraska over, let's say, I don't know, a Michigan or a, a Clemson or a Oklahoma well, the, or anything like that. Those places, I know what you're saying for a recruit, but those places aren't calling Dave Dorn. What Dave Dorn and his agent are thinking is, well, we parlayed the Tennessee rumors. But I'm saying this, it's it's hard for a recruit to come oh, yeah. to Nebraska when there's kids not much go going there, on. Yeah. yeah, Right. But, I mean, you know, they parlayed the Tennessee rumors into a, a raise for Double D. So I can imagine what they're doing. They're licking their – because either way, Dorn's going to get more money. That's really what it comes down to. Stays. Nebraska could come a-calling. His agent's going to parlay that. Into, now, you know, I, I don't know if Boo Corrigan is going to spend the kind of money uh, that Debbie Yao was spending. You know, Debbie Yao, big spender. Just ask Maryland. Get you into a little trouble. Might run up the credit card a little. But, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know if Corrigan's going to fall for that like Debbie Al did or whoever else was the AD at the time some of that nonsense was going on. I think it was Debbie Al. Uh, forgive me for not sports and, and hard enough Wolfpack Nation. But, um, but uh, say he goes to Nebraska. He's going to get a lot of money there and he's going to have a huge buyout. And in three or four years, he'll be bought out and he'll be able to it'll go fly fishing all he wants. Oh, in the Montana like fly fish. Yeah, he's a fly fisher. Oh, okay, curious, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a boring uh, hobby of his. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah, in Montana. I was I mean, waiting even for more you to say that. Destination for him. Uh, you don't like that guy, do you? I don't like him at all. He stinks. Um, <laughs> belongs with funny. he. Be, he deserves to be a cornhusker. That's funny. That's funny. So, I mean, either way, Dave Doran now, by just having his name linked and that unconvincing, I'm here to coach my team, excited to coach my team. The thing is, though, is there's like 30 names on that list. So, how serious are they taking that? Uh, are they taking that? Well, oh, no, his agent's going to try to get his name on that yeah, whittle down. Way, yeah. uh, when, they, when they whittle it down, his agent, his agent's going to go to Boot Court and say, ah, you know, this thing is pretty serious. I mean, I've seen some wild think, names like Matt Campbell and Lane Kiffin and, you know, some pretty well, big Kiffin names. Kiffin would never go. Yeah, I, I, I don't see well, that happening. The, yeah, because, you know, I don't know, though. It just depends on how much they're going to pay. I mean, that they, Big Ten's got a lot of money, Ben. They do. They do. Big it's not Ten's SEC, got a lot but, I mean, of money. They, they got some. No, it's money. not. It's big. It's going to be more than the SEC. Yeah. When they, especially when they add UCLA and Southern Cal. Um, so, I mean, take the money, Dave. Now, they've got, they've got uh, this weekend, Bobby Bebe Bob, Wolfpack have who? Oh, uh, Texas Tech. I thought you were about to say like Wesleyan North State Western University or something like that. That's next week. They got UConn coming in. Okay, but um, a sellout next week or this weekend next week for the uh, for the Wolfpack. I can see that. I mean, Texas Tech is an uh, it's an attraction. No, no, they're people. They're fans. Yeah. So, but I mean, Dave Doran. They're not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough. Um, all right, we're going to uh, grab a break here and uh, your chance to win tickets to ECU Campbell plus a gift card to Chico's Mexican Restaurant. It is uh, 252 
4263. I almost pulled a Henry Hinton and gave my cell phone out on the uh, air. 252 561 game. 252 561 game. 252 561 4263. Caller 5 will win tickets to this uh, Saturday night's ECU Campbell game and uh, a gift card to Chico's. So uh, we'll tell you about who that is and have uh, our Houston huddle when we come back. If anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Campbell this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Rhodes Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes. You'll be comfortable in no time in Greenville. Hey, Greg Fussell here, proud alumnus of East Carolina University and fourth-generation winemaker at Duplin Winery, the largest winery in the South. I hope you'll look for our new delicious cotton candy wines in your neighborhood store or come try my favorite, cotton candy lime, with me in Rose Hill, take a tour, and have lunch in our bistro. If you're in the North Myrtle Beach area, you can come sit and sip on our front porch and enjoy some great music. As always, I'm grateful for your support. Go Duplin and go Pirates. Hi, I'm Eric Fire, your friend in the car business at Fireford in Lincoln and ECU alumni. I'm excited about the ECU football season, and I want to wish the Pirates great success and a great season. Here's some limited savings for you Pirate fans. Mention this ad and save $500 off any new or used vehicle at any location. Stop by in Williamson, Clinton, the region, and always open online at Fireford.com. Let's go Pirates. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers are available. Sorry about that. I screwed it up. Let me do it again. (laughs) 
podcast about the Pirates and Panthers available now online at the all new 943thegame.com. And now, back to the P Man, the Patrick Johnson Show on 943 The Game. You know what I mean. Uh, winner of our tickets to ECU Campbell and uh, Chico's gift card is Todd from Greenville. Thanks for listening, Todd. Congratulations to you. Uh, we have our uh, Houston huddle uh, for you, uh, where Coach Houston joins the uh, Big Hen and myself uh, every uh, Tuesday morning during the uh, season for uh, Talk of the Town. And uh, we uh, have uh, Coach on for... Uh, a couple of uh, great sponsors. Uh, in fact, Ben, do you have the uh, introduction? Let's play the uh, Houston Huddle introduction as we get ready uh, for that here. It's time to check in with ECU head football coach Mike Houston. Hey, let's dominate today. As he prepares our Pirates for another big matchup, it's the Houston Huddle. Woo! Brought to you by Optimum Business. Now, here's Patrick Johnson. Oh, that wasn't the right one, Ben. <laughs> That's the talk of the town one. That never oh, gets played. I wonder why they got they gave me both. I don't know. Can you play the other one real quick? You have the other one queued up. Let's play the other one. Take two. Take two, everybody. Let's stop the recording and do it again in three. This is live, people. We're not recording. Uh, go ahead, Ben. It's time to check in with ECU head football coach Mike Houston. Hey, let's <laughs> dominate today. He prepares our Pirates for another big matchup. It's the Houston Huddle. Brought to you by HealthWise Pharmacy and Vital Care of Greenville. Now, here's Patrick Johnson. Okay. It's, it's, it's flawless. Flawless. Uh, Coach Houston joining us uh, earlier today, and uh, we bring it to you uh, in encore form on 94.3 The Game every Tuesday. Here is... uh, the uh, one and only uh, Coach Houston, asked by our own Henry Hinton uh, to uh, surmise and recap the victory against ODU. Well, it's great to get uh, great to get the first win of the season, and it's good to get it against a team like Old Dominion. You know, they they uh, beat up on Virginia Tech uh, the previous weekend, and so came in with a lot of confidence in a team that was bowl a bowl team last year. So very solid program, and I expect them to have a good year this year. Uh, so. Uh, great to get a win and great to get a win over a quality opponent. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did a lot of things really, really well, and there's a lot of things to be excited about. And and I, I'm i just sitting here. I've, I've been watching through the game again this morning, and just there's a million things we need to work on and do better, and there's so much room for improvement uh, all three phases. Uh, so that's good, too. I mean, that's, uh, that, that, that means we're not, uh, we're not anywhere near where we can be yet. <clears throat> Good to see Owen Daffer get a couple of field goals. I, I know you're disappointed with the uh, blocked extra point. That certainly didn't help his confidence any. But I, you know, I watched, no, I rewatched the game yeah. also, and you can see the missed block on the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, it's you know, I'm first very proud of Owen. Uh, the way he bounced back, uh, had a very solid game. Um, yeah, and that's you know the 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 blocked extra point. That's you know ODU showed a showed a heavy outside rush the week before. Um, and we got a young guy there that just was trying to do too much and trying to help out the guy next to him and not doing his job and gave up the block. So, 
uh, you know, we got that corrected, and uh, you know, it's, it's just a reminder. You gotta, you gotta focus on doing your job. You know, do your job and trust your teammate to do his job. That's a, that's a big, big motto of ours around here, and that was a great uh, example right there. But, you know, happy for Owen to bounce back the way he did. We've got Coach Mike Houston, ECU uh, head coach, with us uh, here uh, for Optimum Business this morning. Uh, coach, uh, thanks for taking the time with us here, uh, as always. Uh, want to talk about Keaton Mitchell, uh, that run that he snapped off the 81-yarder was uh, the thing I think really kind of uh, started to be the beginning of the end for Old Dominion. What a huge moment in the game, though, and uh, it was one of those things you all stuck with the run, and uh, it was just a matter of time before Keaton Mitchell got free and uh, took it to the house. Right, and that's and that's that's the that's the great way to put it. You know, as you rewatch it, and you're watching all these these three and four yard runs, and the and the one yard run, and the five yard run, and you know, you know that if you stay with it, he's going to pop one. And, and what happens is, you know, you 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 play and play and play, and uh, you know, the defense starts to maybe get a little bit tired, and certainly time of possession was heavily in our favor. Saturday night, uh, and you have one guy misfit a zone run, which is exactly what happened. Uh, and if you misfit something and he gets a crease, you know, it's over. And so great to see him, uh, you know, get his first uh, long touchdown run of the year. I don't think it'll be his last, but it's it's kind of what, you know, what we expected. And, that, and I, was, I told Keaton, I was, I was thinking literally 20 seconds before then, you know, one of these is going to pop. And lo and behold, it was the next play. So, uh, excited for him and excited for, uh, you know, our offense to get an explosive play like that. And then uh, Rajay Harris uh, in the game uh, with uh, a couple of touchdowns, one on the ground and one receiving. And then Marlon yeah. Gunn Jr., you've talked about him a lot too, that big run kind of at the end, which yeah. is a really cool moment to see. <laughs> well, you know, the the funny thing was, you know, Rajay popped the very next play on offense because, you know, Keaton had mm -hmm. the long touchdown run. Then we got a strip sack uh, first or second play of the uh, – the defensive series that followed. And so we got the ball in good field position and Rajay uh, pops the next play for his touchdown run. So explosive back-to-back -back plays by the backs right there. And yeah, I was really, I was really excited to get Marlon in the game. And uh, coach Foster asked me, he said, no, he said, I said, you know, he was asking who, who do you want to put in? And I'm like, well, Marlon, he's our third back. And, you know, I want to give him some game action. Uh, and you know, I think everybody saw what excites me so much about him and, you know, he has some of the same traits athletically and God-given ability that Rajay and Keaton have. And the great thing is he has the same character and work ethic that Keaton and Rajay have. So, you know, he's certainly going to be a bright spot for the future of our program. Uh, Coach Mike Houston is with us here this morning. We're talking about uh, the win over Old Dominion. they got Campbell coming to town this weekend. We'll talk about Campbell in a minute. But, you know, one of the things that I started doing uh, Saturday night, Coach, was my eyes on the when we were on defense on miles berry what a great yeah. kid that kid is and what a, i oh, mean yeah. just watching him and his not not only his skills and his uh abilities but his leadership on the field yes. uh, i told somebody the other day miles is going to end up being the ceo of some major corporation somewhere <laughs> there's no doubt probably in the nfl <laughs> I, I, I tell all these guys around here me included we may all be working for miles one day <laughs> but uh, you know he's. I mean, you, I mean, I, I would encourage anybody to watch him. Just his positive enthusiasm, uh, the way he encourages his teammates. Certainly on the field, he plays with a lot of positive emotion. Uh, he's a good player, but he is so much more than just a just a player. And you know, he is every bit as impressive off the field. You guys are to have him 
you know, in studio or something sometime just to talk to him one-on-one. He's a really special young man. Love to do that. Um, all right, let's talk about this week. Um, the um, Campbell Camels come to town. Of course, their program is still very young, but they're they're growing. They uh, they they played up at William and Mary last week. Had a decent game against William and Mary, who's ranked in the top ten in that division. I mean, top twenty in the country in that division. Uh, so Campbell, they got a good quarterback. Talk about what uh, our fans probably don't know anything about Campbell. What are you What are you looking for here this weekend? Well, they're a really good football team. Um, they have the reigning defensive player of the year in their conference in defensive end, Brevin Allen, uh, 6'4", 270-pound, uh, fifth-year senior. Um, their quarterback, uh, Hodge Malik Williams, actually was the quarterback on Malik Fleming's team uh, down in Atlanta in high school, uh, and they won a state championship with him at quarterback. Um, he, they were 3-1 and one last year at the beginning of the season, and he got injured, missed the rest of the year. Uh, two, uh, 2019, he was the big South, uh, offensive freshman of the year that year. Um, I got to see him play against Georgia Southern during the pandemic. And I'm telling you what, he is an explosive playmaker, dual threat. He can beat you with his feet. He can beat you with his arm. Um, this is a old football team. A lot of guys have played a lot, an enormous offensive line. We, they're going to be much bigger than us. And uh, I'll really? tell you, very, da- wow. very dangerous football team coming in here. They, you know, to be honest, they probably should have beat William and Mary. They had some self-inflicted errors, some turnovers and stuff that let that game get away from them. But, you know, they're they're probably the best team in the Big South this year on paper. Uh, so, hmm. you know, we've got we've got our hands full this weekend. We're uh, huddling up with uh, Coach Houston here, uh, joining us uh, for uh, this uh, scout of Campbell. Mike Minter uh, has built that thing from the ground up, Coach, and, of course, he uh, played with the Panthers, worked his way right. up through the coaching ranks uh, as well. Uh, and any uh, interaction or relationship with Mike Minter? Because, uh, you know, by all accounts at the times I've, I've spoken to him, just seems like a heck of a guy. Yeah, not, not really. I mean, obviously we know each other through the coaching ranks, but I right. uh, don't have a personal relationship. But certainly he's done a, a great job there. They've done a really good job recruiting. Um, you know, like their, their left tackle, uh, is an NFL prospect. He's, he's a really great prospect. They've, they've really done a nice job with this roster. And so he's done a good job there in his 10th year, um, you know, with this program. So, uh, you know, it's, it's credit to his, uh, you know, his performance. Coach, let me, let me ask you, uh, when you schedule these FCS teams, there's a regional component, uh, to that, uh, kind of just your thoughts on that. Because that's a that's a you know a division you had great success in and came from prior to ECU, but there's great football at that level. You've coached it. I've called a lot of games uh, involve a, a lot of S- FCS teams, particularly out of the CAA. Uh, th- there's good football at that level, and and I think it's it's healthy from a regional standpoint to to play some of those teams for the Pirates and get that home date. Well, I think it's good to play uh, teams regionally. Period. You know whether FCS or FBS. I think it's good for our fan bases. It's good for their fan bases. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think it's good. There's there's a lot of guys on on their roster that are from this part of the state, and so it's good for them to, you know, get an opportunity to play closer to uh, family and friends. Um, but yeah, there's I'm I'm telling you, you look at across the country uh, every week. There's some FCS team yep. knocking off some FBS team. So it's really good football, really good coaches, um, and I think even more so right now, just with some of the stuff with the 
extra year of eligibility and so many more uh, players out there because of the COVID pandemic and, and some of the ramifications from that. I think you know a lot of the FCS teams are stronger right now than they traditionally have been, uh, and so uh, I think it's you know it's it's going to be a challenge for us, and it's going to be a challenge anytime anybody lines up against one of these teams. Coach Mike Houston with us uh, here this morning. Another six o'clock kickoff in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium Saturday night. Uh, hopefully the weather look weather right now looks like it's going to be a really nice fall day, so that's good news. We had had those downpours <laughs> right before the game on Saturday affected the tailgate, but didn't affect the game. Uh, luckily we had a little bit of rain during the game, but a good yeah. crowd on uh, Saturday, uh, another 36,000 paid. I don't know if we had 36,000 in there, but there were 36 who paid to go. And, uh, uh, the crowd so far have, have been, have been really good coach. We need another big one this weekend. No doubt. And I just, I really appreciate the fans that were there last weekend. And I thought they were very enthusiastic and I thought the stadium was very energetic. Uh, you know, with our fans, you know, really into the game. So uh, just, you know, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's what we've talked about and, you know, we, we've, we've, we've talked about the way it used to be and we've talked about, you know, the, the, the return of Pirate Nation and all those things. And certainly we've had a great two weekends to start the season and, you know, should be great, uh, great weather this weekend for family weekend. And, you know, I'd love to see another 51,000 cram packed into Daddy Ficklin Stadium. Uh, and you know, really, really have that place rocking for uh, six o'clock kickoff. Uh, Coach, uh, healthy. I'm yeah, just going to yeah, ask real quick, Patrick, about injuries. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, Holton played amazingly well with that banged up right shoulder. Uh, any other big injuries from uh, last week that that might affect us down the road? No, we came out of the, we came out of last week's game pretty healthy, and Holton he's fine now. So, uh, you know, I, I think that we're you know for week three of the season we're doing pretty good we got a couple of guys we lost in the opener <clears throat> hope to have Deontay Johnson back here soon but uh you know we're, we're we're pretty good right now coach uh really quick just a couple of guys on defense I wanted to mention before we wrap up our visit with you Chandra Mims in on a couple of uh sacks uh and then uh the uh, youngster Julius Wood gets his first interception as a, a pirate could you just comment on those two guys because it's kind of good to see some of these new faces on a deep defense, uh, uh, relatively new faces on a deep defense, make some big plays. Yeah, Chandra, of course, is the big brother of C.J. Mims, our freshman <laughs> defensive tackle, and uh, both of them are West Craven products. Uh, I, I still haven't figured out the uh, the districts down there. They, you know, the the Vanceboro, Newburn, they all kind of get muddled up, but they live somewhere down in that area. And you know, great family, and uh, it's great to see him make the plays that he made. Uh, you know, there on Saturday and, you know, getting a big sack, uh, you know, strip the quarterback, fumble recovery mm-hmm. by a true freshman J.D. Lampley. That was a big play in the ball game that set up Rajay's touchdown. So uh, Chandra's been a great addition, uh, great motor, uh, just a really outstanding young man. So, uh, you know, happy to have him. And then, yeah, it's great to see Julius get that interception. He's He's worked really hard. He's very, very talented. He's a rangy, fast. Uh, athletic player, boy, he can really hit too. You know, he was the he was the kid that had the big hit on the goal line stand against NC State, uh, and so it's it's great to see him get that uh, that play. And he is playing really well through two games. Very good assignment wise. Uh, very good with just you know just not having any busts and stuff like that. And so really proud of him. Coach, thanks for the time. Uh, good luck this weekend. We'll be there cheering you on and. Uh, 
We're looking for another uh, exciting football Saturday in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Appreciate all the hard work. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. Have a great week. Go Pirates. Okay. That's going to do it for this week's Houston Huddle. Now time for our 94.3 The Game sports update. Big commitment out of ECU basketball as Sierra Malonga has verbally committed to the Pirates. The 6'11", 205-pounder is the third-ranked player in Kentucky. The Pirates be out Cincinnati and Seton Hall for Malonga. The native of the Congo was also starting to draw attention from Duke in Kentucky. Pirate baseball alum Gavin Williams made his debut for the Guardians AA affiliate, the Akron Rubber Ducks, today. He started and pitched three scoreless frames. Williams so far in his pro career has a combined 2.01 ERA and averages almost 12 strikeouts per nine innings. Pirate football held their weekly press conference ahead of their home matchup this Saturday against Campbell. ECU head football coach Mike Houston on preparing for the Fighting Camels. Uh, they're a good football team. Uh, I could care less which classification we are or they are. They're a good football team. And that's the big thing. Uh, you know, we've got to have a great week of practice. Pirates versus Campbells kicks off this Saturday in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium at 6 o'clock. Live pregame coverage of our Bushlight Pirate Game Day countdown begins at 3 live outside Town Bank Tower for our very own Patrick Johnson and ECU football legend Terrence Copper. The head coach of the Panthers says the Browns should have been penalized during their team's 26-24 defeat. Coach Matt Rule spoke to the media and said he started screaming intentional grounding, 10-second runoff, and game's about to be over after Jacoby Brissett appeared to hesitate while spiking the ball before the eventual game-winning kick, according to Rule. Officials said the quarterback just pumped fake the ball before spiking it. A flag was thrown on the play but was picked up at the referees' converse. Carolina's trying out offensive linemen after their week one loss to the Browns. The team brought in guard Zach Johnson and tackled Gene DeLance yesterday. Johnson signed with the Packers back in 2020 as an undrafted free agent and was recently cut by the Broncos. DeLance was also undrafted a rookie and spent time last season with the Bears. NC State's football coach is being considered for Nebraska's vacancy. Head coach Dave Dorn was asked about the Cornhuskers' job yesterday and had this to say. Dude, it's week three of the season, man. I'm so fired up to coach my team this week. So, no, I'm so excited about playing at home and coaching the Wolfpack. And it's not the first time that uh, names have been on lists. So, you know, it is what it is when you talk about that. But I can't wait to get ready for this game. I mean, this is a big one for us and a big season and a great group of guys. So that's where my head and my heart is. Nebraska Fire head coach Scott Frost there for the team lost to Georgia Southern 45-42. NC State hosts Texas Tech Saturday night. The Tar Heels are getting some good news about one of their freshman stars heading into the season. John Rothstein of College Hoops Today reports Jalen Washington is expected to be cleared for basketball activities at the end of the month. The four-star prospect has been recovering from a torn ACL. The power forward is considered by some to be the best shooting big man coming out of high school. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. Update, Pirate Report on the other side of this quick timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94.3 The Game. This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here. Just Nitro Pepsi. The first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down. 
and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi. In which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. There have been many changes in the automotive world. At Phelps Chevrolet, the Phelps boys are here to take care of you. Mike, Daryl, and four of Mr. Phelps' grandsons, Wade, West, Allen, and Clay. You see, things at Phelps remain the same. The Phelps team has served Eastern North Carolina for over 50 years. We make your visit easy and fun. We are your neighbors, and that's what neighbors do. Phelps Chevrolet in Greenville. Like Mr. Phelps' great-granddaughter says, come in and get you one. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Campbell this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Have you had a colonoscopy? If you're between the ages of 45 and 75, you need to be screened regularly for colorectal cancer. Dr. Philip Goldstein at Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center wants to keep you healthy. Dr. Goldstein provides treatment and quality care for all GI needs. Just call the office at 252-758-8181. Appointments are always available within five business days. Hi, this is Dr. Philip Goldstein reminding you that a colonoscopy can save your life. Visit our website, cddgastro.com, and come see us at Carolina Digestive Diseases. Hey, Greg Fussell here, proud alumnus of East Carolina University and fourth-generation winemaker at Duplin Winery, the largest winery in the South. I hope you'll look for our new delicious cotton candy wines in your neighborhood store or come try my favorite, cotton candy lime, with me in Rose Hill, take a tour, and have lunch in our bistro. If you're in the North Myrtle Beach area, you can come sit and sip on our front porch and enjoy some great music. As always, I'm grateful for your support. Go Duplin and go Pirates. Your home of the ECU Pirates, Dan Patrick and Adam Gold. 94.3 The Game. Eastern Carolina's home for sports. And now, back to the P-Man. Back, back, back. The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, we had Coach Houston, now some of the players. Uh, let's start with Jaira Wilson, who we, uh, of course, had uh, prior to the season as a guest on the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, he talked about the good feelings after the Pirate win. I felt good. Obviously, every win feels good. It felt good to get in the win column. Um, hopefully, we, we can look forward to uh, Polly knows up these following the next couple of weeks. And more from Jaira Wilson on some of the miscues from the Pirate defense. I mean, obviously, yeah, I would say it's better after a win uh, to have given those up, but obviously that's not something we want to put out there. It was a lot of uh, mistakes that was really on our part as to why a lot of those plays were just pretty much wide open touchdowns. And this is what he thought the score should have been. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly pretty much how we looked at it. We know we gave up some cheap plays. And we feel as if that game should have been like more like a 50-7 to win instead of 39-21 uh, like it was. 
Did he go 50 to 7, Ben? Is that yeah, what he that's said? That's what he said. That's what he said. Jeez, Louise. Hey, give uh, Jack- Allie Jennings his due. Allie Jennings was balling. I know. Come on. Jaira Wilson on uh, the challenges playing against a mobile quarterback. I'm crazy. I was creates the challenge of you have to be more disciplined within your pass rush lanes. You can't leave too many gaps. can't get too far up the field. And as far as for the, uh, the the back end of the defense, you just have to stay disciplined and guard your receivers until the end of the whistle. Even as the quarterback scrambles, you have to find a guy, match him, plaster him. If you're in zone, get deep when he scrambles, stay in your zone. Just little things like that, stay disciplined. And this is Jaira Wilson on the mood of the locker room after Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a, a brighter mood around the locker room with finally uh, getting in the win column, especially getting the first one. It just always feels good during a long season. So, like I said, hopefully we can build on this win and uh, keep going. All right, uh, Ryan Jones, who I think is going to be in the Miles Berry role this year, Ben, where uh, he'll be at a, each one of the press conferences. I Every think. week, yeah. Uh, which is fine. Uh, Ryan Jones with his uh, thoughts on the Pirate victory. Yeah, it's always great getting the first win. Uh, we put a lot of work in this uh, that whole week. Just so, uh, I mean, we had a bad taste in our mouth in week one. So, I mean, just getting that win was uh, was huge for us. And then Ryan Jones on having a uh, higher standard of play than last season. Yeah, I mean, the games we want to have, we uh, we definitely have, have room to improve. Just like the standard that we have for ourselves now is just on a different level. So, I mean, getting the win was big for us, but just the way we want to play is on a different scale from last year. And uh, Ryan Jones talked about having a lot of playmakers. Yeah, I mean, I think the guys just understand we have a lot of weapons. I mean, we have guys that can, like Keaton and Roger run the ball super well. We have guys on the outside like Isaiah and Jalen making plays. Um, me and Shane are making plays from the inside, CJ. So, I mean, we just have a lot of guys, a lot of weapons on the field, and I think people understand that we, like, know how to play with each other. This was interesting. He talked about uh, players having a better understanding of their role. I'm assuming he means with this team compared to maybe uh, past editions of the teams he's been on. Uh, I feel like this year we kind of just understand, like, we all have our role. And, like, we understand as long as we're making plays and doing what we have to do, even if the ball doesn't come to you, like, the next guy's making a play as well. So, I mean, we're all just going to have a mindset of winning and just want to see everybody improve. He talked about how exciting it was to get a score inside of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Um, it's electric. I mean, just having the fans right there, and they're uh, they're super loud. So I mean, it's just it's just fun playing that stadium. All right, um, Ben, you want to play some Jack Powers cuts? Yeah, I, I'm curious to why he was I nothing against the kid, but why was he at the uh, press conference earlier today? Well, he had a tackle against ODU, and he had three tackles against uh, NC State. All right. He's from Granite Bay, California. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, he went to school in well, – you do now. All right. He went to school at Nevada. All I need to know. And, um, you know, transferred in with the portal. Uh, this is Jack Powers playing uh, – talking about playing in front of the pack crowd at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium uh, uh, against NC State. Oh, it's been, uh, it's been incredible. You know, um, that's something that the coaches kind of expressed to me on my visit. Um but like I said earlier last week, it's, it's something that you can't really prepare for until you see it yourself. So uh, it's, it's been incredible. It's been fun. And can't wait to finish it out with them. 
So this is Jack Powers on transitioning to life in the Old North State versus uh, California IA. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a little different, obviously, being, being from California and you're across the country. Um, probably communication back home with the time zone changes is the biggest difference. And uh, watching my Giants and 49ers is a little harder with the time change. But uh, other than that, you know, it's it's really the same thing. It's just it's business out here. It's school. It's football, um, and, and taking care of that kind of stuff. So, Ben, did you um, when you were out in Seattle? Did I see Jack right? Powers? No, 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 no. But I mean, that's I mean, for for somebody who's never been across the country, put in perspective there. I mean, that's a long ways. Yeah, it's it's completely different. At least I thought it was completely different. You know, I've always been in the South, so going to the Pacific Northwest was definitely a huge adjustment, even just dealing with the people. So people were very nice, just like they are here in the South. But sure, it's but it's just, it's just a different, different. Yeah, it's an adjustment. But I mean, you're you're uh, hours away on a plane from the West Coast to the East Coast, and vice versa. I mean, that that that's a pretty big jump, wouldn't you say? Yeah, apparently you you can't walk out there barefooted, or you can uh, you can't <laughs> when you're chewing your tobacco you can't spit it anywhere you want, or you know I had a lot of issues out there. Hmm. Well, um, and he lives uh, in Northern California, which is relatively normal, sort of depending on where you are. Uh, this is Jack Powers <laughs> on getting the uh, well. I mean, if you're in San Francisco, that's Jack Powers on getting Skid the first Rope. win as a pirate. It was awesome. You know, when, when the speakers started playing, all I do is win. And, and even with the rain, the fans that were still there and throughout all four quarters showed up and, and never left. Um, it was pretty cool. And it was just rewarding with my teammates, you know, all fall camp, all, all winter, all summer. We put in a lot of work. So when you get that win, it feels great. And uh, he talked about his aggressiveness on defense. Yeah, and that was something that was really appealing to me. Um, kind of when I was being recruited here. Obviously, my process was, was a little bit faster uh, than a lot of the other people who are recruited here. But Coach Harrell and Coach Dallas, Coach Houston too, they all talked about the aggressiveness of our scheme. And, and uh, it obviously sounded like a lot of fun to me, and it has been, so it's, it's enjoyable. Well, it's always interesting to hear from somebody from a different part of the uh, world, Ben. And that was interesting to hear from Jack Powers today. He's uh, gotten in and made some plays. Yeah. Uh, I thought Coach like Houston's comment. Yeah, no, good, good Jack football. Powers, yeah. I thought uh, some of Coach Houston's uh, comments today in the Houston huddle were interesting about certain guys. And uh, we'll have some of Coach Houston's audio tomorrow, and then uh, we'll hear from the coordinators. They'll be going on uh, tomorrow at the well, – we're off the air when they go on, so we'll have some of the uh, social media coverage of that for you, and then we'll – Swing it back around with uh, some comments on Thursday. So that's what we're looking at doing there. All right, uh, Ben, are you uh, ready to grab a break? Come back and wrap this thing up? Let's do it. Uh, hear the music, so that must mean yes. We'll be back right after this to uh, wrap up the show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. 
94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Campbell this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Have you visited the new hotspot for lunch, dinner, and late night in downtown Greenville? It's 5th Street Hardware. Uh, a hardware store serving food? No, it's in the old hardware store location where Winslow's was located, but it's under new ownership and the menu is completely different. Different? How? 5th Street Hardware is family friendly. They have great event spaces for meetings, receptions, and some awesome outdoor seating. The food is outstanding. You've got to try their hardware starters. Hardware starters? <laughs> yeah, it's appetizers. They call them hardware starters. Incredible onion rings, hot chips, loaded nachos and fried pickles, plus traditional wings. The food is really good. From their classic burger and sandwiches to their awesome steaks and seafood. Wow, they even have seafood? Yeah, it's totally different. You have to try it. And Fifth Street Hardware has music, poker, and trivia during the week and Sunday brunch from 10.30 to 2. They're open late nights, Friday and Saturday until midnight. It's a really fun spot. Fifth Street Hardware and the old hardware building on Fifth Street and downtown Greenville. Turn your backyard into a paradise for your family and friends to enjoy. Pool Pro installs fiberglass pools and above-ground pools, and they're your local dealer for hot spring spas. Pool Pro is family-owned by Mike, Jake, and Brooke and has over 40 years of pool-building experience. Stop by their brand-new showroom and retail store at 227 Beacon Drive in Winterville. Consider Pool Pro for your next pool, hot tub, or pool liner replacement. Go online to greenvillepoolpro.com. Uptown Brewing Company is your friendly neighborhood brewery on Evans Street. Pirate fans, come hang out at Uptown Brewing Company after the game and choose from several beers brewed on site. Uptown Brewing is a beautiful facility with a spacious tap room. Enjoy some pints and have food delivered by several nearby restaurants. Open 2 to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Thursday, 2 to midnight on Friday and Saturday, and 11 to 9 on Sunday. Stay classy, Greenville. Come enjoy a pint tonight at Uptown Brewing Company. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes, you'll be comfortable in no time in Greenville. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Ben, did you know the Panthers have lost eight in a row? Yes, yes. It's flooded my timeline on just about every social media app. So. How is that not? How is that becoming a thing today on social media? Why is that a thing right now? I mean, I, I don't. Seems know. like it would have been a thing Sunday or even yesterday, but today it's either it's a little odd. I don't know. I guess they're not talking about how the Cowboys are doomed, or no, oh no, there's been plenty of that. I guess that's what was taking up all the space yesterday was how the Cowboys are doomed. Well, they are. I mean, the Cowboys are ruined. Oh no, they're they're doomed. Yeah, they're doomed. Yeah. Dak was they're never doomed. an elite quarterback anyway, so I don't know why they paid him forty mil a year. Wow. 
I, I think it's true. He's he's good quarterback. You win around him, but he's not going to make up for your inefficiencies on offense. Like a, let's say, a Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. He's just not that guy. He's a top 15 quarterback, and he's more towards 15 on that list. You realize that there means there's only 15 really good ones if you're putting him in the top 15 and that he would be one of the 15 good ones, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this league. I mean, I think I, you would agree with that. I No, I do, but I just it's kind of an odd thing to say, that's all. He's odd thing top to say. 15, and he's more so towards 15. So you have a middle of the pack is what you would say. Yeah, and there's good, I mean, there's good quarterbacks middle of the pack. Where do you put your guy Baker Mayfield? Uh, he's probably um, he's not thirty two, Chris. <laughs> what did Chris say? Chris 32? said thirty two. <laughs> All right, he's he's not worse than Trey Lance. He's not uh, worse than no. a lot of these guys. Um, he's definitely he's probably just outside the top twenty if we're being honest. Top twenty five, maybe. Okay, and that's more kind of lowish, you know. On this list that you've concocted. All right. Well, there's Daniel Jones. All right. I'm not going to go through the list. Zach Wilson. You know. All right. Yeah. There's some. There's some bad quarterbacks out there. There are Baker's enough, better. Not than enough him. elite ones, right? Not enough elite. ones. I don't think Justin Fields is that good. So you know, we can put him over him. Okay. Summer's Jacoby over. Brissett. School's back. That joint pain is still here. It is time. Hey, be quiet. Well, well let's. Uh, you, you got on a binge there, and you didn't you didn't think about wrapping it up. Well, that's all right. We out. got thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Well, let's do that then. Let's wrap it up, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Jay Sunny Sunalder, ESPN college football analyst, who uh, was on the game last week for the ESPN Plus broadcast, will be on the game this week. We'll uh, hear from Sunny tomorrow, and uh, hear more from Mike Houston and more. So uh, join us for tomorrow's Patrick Johnson show. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to Chris, and. Uh, Great job by those guys. Thanks to Coach Houston, and we'll see you tomorrow. Summer's over. School's back. That joint pain is still here. It is time to do something. Patrick Johnson here. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, your back, your shoulder, and your hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach. To eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're all living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint